so I can feel something. <laughs> A.K.A. the peanut butter and the jelly. Oh, shit. <laughs> A.K.A. the Komaki Tiger Dropper. A.K.A. Something. Something. I forgot my aliases. Damn it. AKA the nigga little mouse. Bringing you yet another episode. Oh my God. Oh my. Just drop it. I'm tired. I've been working out. And I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm so tired. Um. Bringing you another episode of Switches Sights, episode 176. Um, man, it's a lot that's transpired since our last, last time we spoke. Um, a lot of showcases, a lot of showcases, a lot of, um, a lot of forwards, a lot of directs. So everybody... Everybody being forward and direct showcasing. It's an eventful, eventful month. This is, this is prime time, you know, it's prime time. It's prime time. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's that, uh, happy final fantasy 16 day. Can't wait to wait to kill people and, and induce violence and I don't know what else. Just just um I'll just as long as long as I'm with Clive, I think everything's gonna be okay. Everything gonna be okay. Everything gonna be okay. <laughs> but I digress. Um I'm I'm fighting it. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm fighting it right now. I'm, I'm just exhausted. But you know what? I'm like, I gotta get this out. I gotta get this out for my own self, for my own accountability. So that's what I'm doing. Um damn. Well, where do we go from there? You know what? You know what? Let's stop the dilly dally. And get right into it. First topic of discussion. First topic of discussion. First topic. Uh, just recently, is it Tuesday? Maybe I think it was yesterday. Uh, my whole sense of time is fucked up. Um, the Nintendo Direct happened 
and um we got some decent stuff um in particular you know Mario fans boy y'all just gonna have y'all gonna have a buffet a feast just a buffet buffeted buffeted I know that's not even a word but I'm gonna make it one a buffeted feast of just Mario content to your heart's desire so you know there's that get get all that uh but let's go maybe not necessarily everything but some of the notable stuff i think they started off i think they started off with pokemon dlc i forgot what it, excuse me i forgot what it was called it was called something pokemon Pokemon Booty Force. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that's immature. That's very immature. But you know what? Um, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna take it back. <laughs> Pokemon Booty. Oh God, uh, I'm taking myself out. Um, I don't see, man, I'm looking at a IGN's article of everything that was announced. There we go. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet hidden treasure of area zero expansions. I think we, each one is called is different depending on the the version of Pokemon you got. So, um, you got the teal mask and the indido, indido, indigo, indigo, I can't even indigo disc, indigo disc, indigo disc. Um, which is interesting. The teal mask will have arrived this fall while the indido, <laughs> I did it again. Indigo disc will follow in winter. So there's that. Um, I'm curious that that seems weird. Um, you'd think that both DLCs would come out at the same time. I feel like one, one person who has, who has one version of the, the deal, uh, one, one version of the, uh, Pokemon game will kind of feel slighted if they, if they're the one that, uh, gets the, uh, the one that comes out later, technically. Look and double check in. Maybe not. I guess, uh, Maybe they both, they apply to both games. I thought, I thought, uh, they were both different. I thought they were both different for each game, at least from what they showed at the direct. Let's see. I need to know. Sabotage maneuvers raise. Huh? Let's Google it. 
Pokemon DLC for both Scarlet and Violet. The hidden treasure of the Area Zero is only compatible with the Pokemon Scarlet game and Pokemon Violet. The hidden treasure of the Area Zero is only compatible with the Pokemon Violet game. <sighs> the same DLC cannot be used for both games. So I believe both DLCs apply, but they're, I know they're fairly different. Um, like one takes place at a whole different, um, location compared to the other versions, DLC or something along those lines. Yeah. That would make more, the more sense than like just alienating one person that got Pokemon violet, for example, and they don't get the DLC until fall while people who got, um, violet get the DLC, um, get it much sooner. Yeah. I don't think that makes sense. So I think that is, that is the, uh, what's going on there. So, so there's that. Um, I think shortly after that, they dropped, um, info about, uh, a new detective Pikachu game, which I think is previously exclusive to, to, uh, the 3ds. Of course there was the Pokemon, um, the detective Pikachu movie, but, uh, they all, I think that, I think they released around the same time frame. but you know, you got detective Pikachu. He got that D voice. He, he sounding. He sounded a little grizzled. He sounded like he'd been through some stuff. Hey, I'm just, I've just been going through some things. I just need to, um, I need to, uh, I need to collect myself. I just been, I may have been smoking too many cigars, but you know, it don't, it, <laughs> it don't matter. I'm detective Pikachu. <laughs> oh man. I, hey, I love the voice detective Pikachu. Anybody, anybody, anybody in Nintendo, I know, I know you listen. <laughs> I know you listen in Nintendo. Hit your boy up. Our voice. I know it's my, my destined duty, but you know, I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta voice, if I gotta voice Detective Pikachu, then I gotta voice Detective Pikachu. So, um, yeah, so has a release date of October 6th, 2023. Um, new game promises to, to dive deep in to the origins of Detective Pikachu and allow players to solve a ton of mysteries across Rhyme City alongside Tim Tim Goodman and other Pokemon. Uh alongside that I know they showed us a little bit more of um that Sonic game that I think premiered at the game awards or not the game awards summer games fest. Um, I forgot what it was called. Sonic, Sonic, super something, Sonic, super Sonic, <laughs> Sonic, super Sonic, Sonic superstars. So it seems to be kind of like a, uh, a 2d Mario competitor in a way. 
where you can play. Apparently, you could play a local four-player co-op with your buddies and be, you know, one person just running across the screen while the slowest person just is left behind in the dust. I assume they probably have some teleport mechanic that will keep you in line with everybody else. I'd assume because that that probably that sounds like the most annoying part where, uh, you know, you all you all y'all just speeding through then you know you got you got Timmy behind you you just like I I I can't do it and then you know everybody getting a shot of man Timmy you you such a <laughs> Timmy you such a bitch man sit your ass <laughs> that's mad that's messed up but Timmy shouldn't be friends with them um Um, yeah, so Sonic Superstars, uh, coming this fall, coming this fall. Then I think we got an announcement of Persona 5 Tactics, which we saw at the Xbox showcase. Um, basically just Persona 5, but tactical this time. It's kind of crazy when I think, when you think about it, Persona just started out as an art, you know, standard RPG. Then it a uh, beat them up now a tactics game. I think that's just such an interesting, like, um, you know, trajectory of the whole persona, persona five series specifically. I mean, I guess, um, Atlas is no stranger to spinning off, um, the persona, you know, IPs like persona three, I think persona three had a fighting game or was a, I think it was persona four. I think persona three is probably the only game that hasn't really had any like crazy deviation from their from its genre or whatever, other than the multiple versions of, uh, of the game itself. But, uh, yeah, persona five tactica, um, got a new, like exclusive character to this series that, presumably will join the crew and assist with tactics. I mean, Hey, I like me a good tactical game. Um, what was the last one? I, I probably the last tactic game I played was probably gears tactics, which I thoroughly enjoyed, especially as a fan of the gear series. So I, I am a fan of some tactics games. You know, I mess with a, with a little bit of that fire emblem, you know? Um, damn, is that it? tactical game. Yeah, it's fire emblem. Yeah, but I'm open, of course. So it's on my radar. I think I'd like to see a little bit more like in depth gameplay to get a feel for how to the ebbs ebbs and flows of the of the gameplay goes. And I mean, hey, if it's got that jamming music, that jamming hip hop, jazz, R&B, type of music I mean shoot that's 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 gonna get me halfway in the door it's gonna get me halfway in there <laughs> some odd Splatoon 3 Splatfest stuff I think versing vanilla vanilla strawberry and and uh mint chip like that's nobody you don't compare those three uh mint chip is supposed to be chocolate but I guess maybe apparently maybe uh it might be too uh too OP in that that uh that poll potentially. 
Uh, you got Fay Farm, a sim RPG. <laughs> Something about Nintendos and them damn them damn farm sims. If one thing about about a Nintendo Direct, <laughs> you gonna get you gonna get some farm sims. That's for sure. You gonna you gonna get you some farm sims. You gonna get some. You gonna get some farm sims, whether you like it or not. Um. So there's that. Uh, what else? About this weird headbangers rhythm royale game, which is like a bird game. It's kind of like I don't even know how you describe it. They they touted it as a battle royale. R- my bad, rhythm royale. Where it kind of has somewhat of a warrior wear vibe, where you gotta, you know, do all these various mini games, and whoever um, doesn't mess up the the least, doesn't mess up the most, um, wins apparently. Um, very odd, but I mean, for free, I mean, I might might be tempted. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm tempted. What else? Mario Rabbits. It sparks a hope. DLC. Myth Force brings um, Saturday morning cartoon roguelike. That doesn't flow off that well uh, to the switch. So this is a weird. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a first person melee roguelike. That's what they're describing it as. So that's. That's yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, Star Ocean, the second story R. All right. Yeah. All right. You know, Star Ocean, the second story R, right? Of course. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically a full reimagining of the original game with a mix of 2D pixel characters and 3D environments. I hear the word on the street is this. This is still the best star ocean game of the series. So that, uh, that has me tempted to, uh, to bite. Um, so we'll see. Um, (laughs) if you haven't, if you haven't played Batman Arkham, the Arkham trilogy, well, and you own a switch. Well, I got some news for you. Uh, Arkham Batman Arkham trilogy is coming to Nintendo switch. You, you missed out on the Xbox PS3 generation of these games. Ah, damn it. You, you missed out on the, the, the PS PS4 and Xbox one uh, version of these games, the collection. Damn it. Now there's switch. You have no choice now. You have no choice. Uh, dragons and quest <laughs> dragons and quest dragon quest monsters, the dark prince. So it seems to be, uh, somewhat of a, the vibes definitely felt very Pokemon esque, but within the, uh, dragon, uh, dragon quest universe. So that seems interesting. I think you see the protagonist from one of the previous, uh, dragon quest games as the, like, you know, uh, supposedly the big bad. Um, you got dope of vampire survivors finally coming to the switch. It's pretty much almost everywhere now on Xbox steam. I think started on steam, then eventually came to Xbox and now coming to switch, but with a pretty dope, presumably exclusive feature 
where you'll be able to play four player local co-op with uh, your buddies, which in theory sounds a little OP, but I assume they probably maybe have some countermeasures to kind of balance it out. Cause at least, you know, in terms of like as somebody who played a, a not a lot, but a decent am- amount of vampire survivors, it seems like the game is definitely about crowd control and crowd control and your power ups. But then when you have four people covering each quadrant, that just seems a little OP. So I feel like they probably have some, some countermeasure in place, I'd assume, but overall that's pretty dope. I'm, I'm digging that. that if it's uh, the right price, I, I definitely would buy it. August 17th. Um, then you got the whole, Nintendo onslaught. You got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Got a new course alongside Petey Piranha. What? Petey Piranha. You got you and you got the Wiggler. Come on now. Uh, 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 last but not least, comic. Like, come on now, (laughs) like that's, that's, that's worth the price of admission alone, you know? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'm I'm trying, I'm trying. Hmm. I'm trying, I'm trying to hype it. I was trying to hype it up, but, (laughs) oh, then you got, um, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon Remaster announced alongside a Princess Peach game. So Princess Peach is getting her own game. They showed us a little tidbit, but these are both planned for 2024. So at least in the far reach, we got some extensive Pikmin 4 details, um, I, at least shown in the trailer, like the big kind of appeal with this one is that uh, apparently you can go, uh, go out at night, which I, I assume from previous games, you were not allowed to because of it being a specific timer, but at least when you go out at night, it seems like the, your Pikmin will turn like a uh, alien green. And then I think there's like, you know, bigger threats and stuff like that. I think, which I feel like is like, it's always seems to be video game one-on-one rules. Like. I swear you, excuse me, put them alongside the, uh, put them alongside the, um, the barrels, the red, red barrel should always blow up. And whenever it's nighttime, we'll, we'll always have a much harder, uh, difficult, more difficult enemies. Um, you got warrior wear, move it, you know, you got, you, you get the joy cons, you gyrate the hips and do all that. That seems fun. Not gonna lie. Uh, Legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. Basically, <laughs> basically they took the moment in the show to like, just stroke their ego. Like, Hey guys, well, did we tell you no, Zelda, Zelda tears of the kingdom was pretty good. Wasn't it? Huh? Well, you know, because y'all like tears of the kingdom. Why don't, um, you guys, uh, get, get, uh, Zelda and Ganondorf, you know, um, uh, what do I call them? 
hot hot Ganondorf is probably the best the best way to describe it. Um you know, hey, we, we got we got the we got the damn we got it. <laughs> we got we got the amiibo if you want it. If you wanna just keep licking, you wanna just lick lick some something to lick hot Ganondorf at night when you you lonely and you don't you don't got stuff to think about. Hey, you we we got you. We got you. Hey, <laughs> we got you. We got you. Don't don't you do you, you don't gotta tell us, but hey, do with do with hot Ganondorf what you will. Do 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 with the hot Ganondorf amiibo what you will. I'ma just leave it at that. I'ma just leave it at that. And turn my switch my audio. Wait a minute. Let's go with that. Are we good? Um and uh Super Mario RPG remake got announced. Um this was leaked by um some leaker, some infamous leaker, I forgot his name. But um yeah, he said that basically a classic uh SNES game will be remade or something along those lines and sure enough Super Mario RPG which I think a lot of people were surprised by because um the game um was a joint effort I believe between Nintendo and Square Enix I guess apparently before the uh whole kerfuffle um with uh with Sony and Nintendo when I believe Sony was trying to team up with Nintendo to make a CD based, I think attachment, um, to, uh, you know, incorporate, but Nintendo, uh, declined. And then, you know, uh, Sony was like, Oh, well, 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 I guess we're going to have to make a, make Sony PlayStation. And then, you know, one of the biggest, (laughs) one of the biggest game game companies, uh, was was born after that so it's it's funny now to see them play nice uh after all these years and you know especially <laughs> because they nintendo technically created sony playstation in a you know uh, indirect way um which is kind of funny to think about but yeah so that that's interesting because i know this definitely sounds like a licensing nightmare because i think you know with some of these new characters within this game I think it gets a little iffy because of it being developed by Square Enix and then all of that because of, you know, I think Square Enix mainly um, developing the game and of course, obviously using the likenesses of the Nintendo characters. But then you have the whole, you know, the new characters like the, you know, Gino and the the what the, the 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 damn cloud looking dude and some of the other original characters where I think that got iffy and probably explains the you know the difficulty of uh trying to get Gino in well Gino technically technically is in Smash not ideally though but you know it is what it is um so that's pretty dope by somebody who's not played Super Mario RPG I'm definitely looking forward to playing that at some point um since I've heard good things about it. Um, oh yeah. Then man, out of nowhere, 
this this definitely blindsided a lot of people, including myself. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume One coming to the Switch. Coming to the Switch. Coming to the Switch. Um, man. So, what's crazy is uh, yeah, this is a thing. Like literally, Metal Gear Solid, the original. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, uh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, the um, old school MSX games, uh, Metal Gear Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, Snake's Revenge, which I believe were on the NES, um, a screenplay book containing in-game text of each title, and a master book detailing the stories and characters. I think there's a guide like game guides in the, in the included as well. So, I mean, it, it definitely looks like they put some serious effort into game, but, but my one gripe, which technically is kind of not necessarily great, but, um, is the fact that, uh, as some people may know, um, there was a little game that came out on the GameCube that uh was a joint venture between i think silicon knights and um uh well no i think it was silicon knights and nintendo i think kojima was uh fair was somewhat involved um which they remade the first metal gear solid which uh they called metal gear solid the twin snakes so it was essentially metal gear solid one uh, but basically metal gear solid one, but within the metal gear solid two engine basically, um, which, you know, was pretty dope. A lot of people apparently didn't like the overly matrix matrix, uh, esque like cutscenes, where, you know, a lot of acrobatics and a lot of just everybody's flipping and dodging bullets and shit. But I mean, as somebody who, who, loves the matrix. And that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely. I love, love twin snakes. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe it might, it might be in volume two. Um, and which also potentially is crazy is that it, which is hard to kind of fathom just knowing the, 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 the history behind metal gear solid four and, yeah, the history behind Metal Gear Solid Four and like the troubled development, like developing for the PS3 specifically, and just trying to fathom like that game ever escaping the um the PS3, let alone maybe coming to the Switch as well. Uh, which you know a lot of people, include myself, suspect that we might get. Obviously, since they said this is Volume One you wouldn't name it volume one if there's not going to be a volume two. Right. So, um, potentially it could, could be that, uh, we might see metal gear solid four on the switch. What? How's that going to work? I'm, I, I just, I just want to see that game out of pure curiosity just to see if they, they can even pull that off. I don't know. It just feels like <laughs> even in today's age, I mean, with the switch, which obviously is, 
is a uh, what a fair amount of generations ahead from the PS3, but I don't know. It's hard to fathom seeing that game just actually run on a Nintendo Switch. I don't know. That just blows my mind. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, hopefully with Volume Two, hey, we might get we might get the Twin Snakes. Might get a uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. We might get the Twin Snakes. Hell, I mean, I would just take, I'd, I'd even take the Twin Snakes, Twin Snakes if it's, if it's exclusive to Nintendo Switch, because obviously it has like a lot of Easter eggs and stuff um, that references Nintendo, like uh, Yoshi and Mario and GameCube um, Easter eggs and stuff with, so, I mean, you know, obviously that would make things difficult to try to, excuse me, bring that to other other platforms essentially but it's possible it's possible i could see it i could see it i think a lot of well i don't know i feel like some people lying i think people just people want to pretend i hear people want to pretend that 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 twin snakes doesn't exist and that is not canon or whatever but it's like come on now Come on now. It's it's not that bad. Y'all need to relax. Y'all need to relax. That was a great game. I definitely definitely would play would put it over the original for sure. It's way more, you know, I don't know, just the cutscenes, everything just feels more fluid compared to the, you know, first game, which is obviously way more dated. But <sighs> I digress. I digress. I could get on the whole tangent, but I won't. Um, and I think pretty much the, the heavy hitter or supposedly, well, I guess was touted to try to be the heavy hitter at least was a brand new, uh, 2d Mario game, which was also, uh, leaked as well by that uh, same leaker. Um, that, uh, is, it's called super Mario brothers wonder. Uh, where basically it, you know, seems to be fairly kind of the 2d Mario game you love and know, but now it's just some weird quirks where <laughs> it seems like the perfect Mario game to play while high, which I'm curious if like low key, maybe Nintendo was like, Hey, you know, we got, we got a lot of 35 year olds and you know, 35 to 40 year olds that plays on plays our games. Let's make one for them, you know. Let's make one for the. Let's make one for them. What a high, what a high, um, yeah. So that is Super Mario Wonder. So it's like, you you get like tubes that start like uh, uh pushing up and bending, and it just seemed very uh abstract in a lot of ways and in terms of certain stuff. Um, you can skate kind of like Sonic in a way. Um, of course you got the four player co-op. It seems we got a new, a new character within the full group with uh princess Daisy. So you can at least finally play with two women within the game, which is pretty dope. I think a lot of people love daily Daisy too. Um, what else? Oh yeah. <laughs> Mario turns into an elephant. So curious of that power up what that entails, at least when they showed it, turned to elephant and then just knocked a Goomba Goomba out with, with, with a snout. And I'm like, 
If that's it, that that is not really impressive at all. But I assume there's more depth to it. Like maybe he can get water like intent from like intentionally developed levels where, you know, he can keep picking up water and shoot people and insta kill them or something like that. I don't know. Um, but clearly they it seems like they have a plan, so we'll see. We'll see. It was all right. Overall, it was pretty decent. Actually, as somebody who's not necessarily like interested in a lot of these games, um, I was entertained. Like some of this stuff did look interesting that like I would potentially play at least as not compared to like a lot of stuff that I would not play or whatever. So overall, pretty solid, pretty solid, solid B. Give it a solid B. Moving on. Excuse me. Uh, Xbox showcase also happened, man, like two weeks ago, I think. So there was a fair amount of things, way too much stuff to try to all do one by one, but definitely get a, we'll get some of the highlights. So we did see a vowed. Uh, somewhat of a gameplay trailer. I have to refresh my memory because it's been so long. What is it? It's the game from Obsidian. Essentially, their their Skyrim, I think, is what they kind of uh touted it as, not officially, um, but I think kind of the word of mouth, like you know, in terms of like what you want to if you want to get an idea what this game is essentially Skyrim, but, uh, but obsidian, the fallout, new, <laughs> the fallout, new Vegas of, uh, fallout, new Vegas of, uh, Skyrim, which is kind of crazy. Cause I think obsidian originally developed the first fallout. I'm pretty sure. So that's, that's interesting. Looked, looked all right. Nothing really tangible to chew on, but, uh, they did also show clockwork revolution, which is this weird kind of, (laughs) I think faked a lot of people out thinking it was, it was a Bioshock in a way. It definitely got a, has a Bioshock, Bioshock infinite, like steampunk vibe to it. Um, when you initially see it. So I'm curious if that was partially intentional or not, but yeah, so you got this black, black girl, she's going against, going against the system. She got the the steampunk guns and oh yeah, they did show like time being like a pretty crucial element. She like shot a dude into a fan to chop him up. It's interesting. It has piqued my curiosity. They showed a new fable, fable, new beginning trailer where they showed from the, um, the one dude from the IT crowd, um, show, I guess he was like the main narrator. And then it was this, this girl that was walking around and she was just exploring. And then you come to find out he's a huge giant towards the end. And <sighs> it, was, it was all right. I mean, it's somebody who's not, not really a fan of fables, not played any of the games and it, it was, 
I was surprised it was Fable. <laughs> that's for sure. Until they showed the title. Um, Hellblade, uh, Sin Sinwa Saga, Hellblade Two, saw a little. I don't think we. Oh yeah, we saw a little bit of gameplay where she was fighting some things and dodging and you know doing the same old same old. Um, they announced they 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 at least gave us a window that's coming in twenty twenty four. So wherever that is. South of the Midnight, which is pretty cool. It seems like a Louisiana like vibe type of game where, you know, you just like black girl in the, um, in the South. That just, that just sounds like, that just sounds like a recipe for disaster of itself. But, uh, I guess she got some mythical power or no, she's hunting like this one mythical monster, at least according to the trailer. And that's pretty much it. Um, it's from the creators of we, we happy few in contrast, they, they touted as a spell binding third person action adventure game set in the American deep South. So no release date seems to be on the way. We got a Starfield, of course, one of the biggest, most anticipated games for Xbox that is actually, actually exclusive to the platform. Um, Man, so they showed, they showed a little clip. Well, they showed this towards the end of the direct, um, but then they said, "Hey, stick around because we're gonna show a more extensive um, look at Starfield," which they did. So, like, basically, they did a whole like tangent towards the end of the show, which was pretty dope. Um, you know, pretty much a he- heavy Fallout vibes in terms of being able to play whatever way you want. Um, you can use a jetpack if you want, which seems to be pretty useful. Nifty. Um, you can make your ship, you can make ship, uh, personnel. Um, you can potentially romance some people. Um, you can fly your ship, which we did. We didn't know about. Um, the, Oh yeah. They apparently there are a thousand planets. Um, I, I'm always skeptical when they say that. Cause it's like, you could have a thousand planets, but then they, they could just be like minor duplicates of one of another, or you can maybe partially go to one a little bit. You can't fully explore it. Um, so we'll see. Then that also makes me think like, how big is this game physically in terms of size? Um, I hear it's like, uh, I forgot. I saw somewhere. What's the size of star Starfield file file size? I think it was only for PC specifically. So they said uh, at least for PC, which at least gives you a fairly decent gauge of, of what is going to be on consoles around 125 gigabytes, which I mean, is very respectable for what the game is and supposedly entails. So, but then again, um, Bethesda is really good at, uh, efficiently with their games being efficient in general, like a lot of their big games, like the fallouts and stuff like generally are fairly small in size, but obviously they're very big games. So, Hey, I'm digging it. I'm with it. 
city skylines if you just want to build worlds and destroy them i don't i don't know how the, how you play that I assume you I, that's what i would want to do so um oh yeah sega and ryu got gotoku studio debate <laughs> debate debuted a first look at like a dragon infinite wealth oh that's so that's so that's a pretty dope title man and you know it's like the eight because if you 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 tilt the eight sideways you get an infinite symbol i mean like i mean come on now that's that's just that's genius that's genius they probably somebody's probably did that already but (sighs) that's just that's my gushing for for the uh rgg games showing apparently so I'll, I'll die on that hill. Um, so yeah, the cutscene, the, the trailer was basically, uh, the new protagonist I always get that mixed up. Is it protagonist or antagonist protagonist? I always fuck that up. Protagonist. Yeah, antagonist in the villain. Okay, had to be sure. I always fuck that up. So yeah, the protagonist of uh from uh the last game, like a dragon what was it called? Was it just I think it was just called Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is their, you know, introductory like dr- change in the series and also their changing of the name from Yakuza to Like a Dragon. Um which is uh yeah Ichiban Kasuga, uh so he's washed up on, uh at least what the rumors are saying is apparently um apparently is a uh, Hawaii, so he's washed up on shore and you know he's like hey hey why are everybody looking at me weird you know they're showing like all the people are like literally reacting to him like he's naked. And sure enough, he is naked and, you know, they're being like very cheeky with all the, you know, obstructions on the, on the screen, like a crab in the way and, you know, somebody's elbow in the way and an apple and, you know, so, and then infinite wealth, like, oh shit, oh shit, I want infinite wealth too. Um, so this is going to be pretty dope. I mean, even though I'm not a fan of uh, the turn based, well, specifically with this game, which has its roots as a beat em up now going turn based. I'm not necessarily a fan of that. I guess we don't know a hundred percent if it's, 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 it's presumed it's going to be turn based, but maybe it could be a cool little hybrid where Ichiban's Ichiban is, is turn based and Kiryu is, is, is a beat em up, which That'd be kind of dope. I, I'd be down for that. So we, we, I guess we'll see when time, when time comes. Um, I forgot to mention <coughs> while we're on the topic, I didn't include it as a separate thing, but also saw the RGG showcase or whatever it's called, where they showed a little bit of a uh, extensive stuff. Um, uh, in regards to Yakuza specifically like a dragon guide uh, a man who has no name, which is basically classic uh, Yakuza beat him up with uh, Kazuma Kiryu, 
um, which is one of the dopest things they showed is apparently um, Kiryu is like a secret agent. So now he has some cool tools where he has this. I forgot. They, uh, I think they call it a, a bind wire or whatever, where it's like this high tech type, like electrical wire that he can like do in his combos. Well, apparently they announced it as his own style where I think they call it agent style where he can literally do some dope ass combos. He can flick a flick a, a cigarette and blow everybody up. And, um, it's pretty dope. I'm pretty, pretty dope. So there are styles in the game and, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Um, then we got metaphor rant Fantasio, which is the first RPG from the team, original RPG from the team behind persona, the persona game. So making their own new, uh, unique RPG. Definitely. You can definitely get the persona persona design vibes for sure. Still. Um, but yeah, totally new RPG, um, adjacent of persona, which is interesting. Uh, speaking of persona, we also did, <laughs> even though it was heavily leaked before what was leaked. Well, rumored then I think Instagram link leaked Instagram leaked the game early, like a day earlier two I think two days early. Um, and then, you know, it was like, all right, well, the cat's out the bag. So then we finally got the confirmation that yeah, persona three reloaded, which is the, um, re <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> rebirth of the RPG classic coming to Xbox, uh, Xbox series X, Xbox one, Windows PC cloud. Um, oh, of course, because I'm reading the from the Xbox site, but they also confirmed it's coming to PS5 and I think PS4. And I think that's it. Unfortunately, no Switch love, which I think people also complained about in regards to the Nintendo Direct that uh like why no Persona 3 reload? But yeah, basically it's a, a remake of Persona 3 kind of with the sensibilities of persona five, which I think is a, a fantastic combination, a fantastic combination. Um, so there's that. Did they announce persona five tactic? I guess they did, but I don't think we got an extensive trailer of it. So apparently they initially did show persona five tactica, but I don't think we got an extensive, um, trailer like we did at the Nintendo direct. Um, did they show Star Wars Outlaws here? I don't think they did. I guess they did. Um, so yeah, they showed uh Star Wars Outlaws, which is this new IP within the Star Wars universe where. Yeah, I guess it's apparently set between the events of Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So, you know, uh, iconic locations, blah, 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 risk it all as KVS an emergent scoundrel seeking freedom and the means to start a new life with her, with, along with her companion, Nix. So it seemed very interesting. Definitely design wise, graphically, it looked, looked pretty good. So I would be interested. I'd, I'd like to see more, but, uh, definitely seems interesting. 
Uh, we did get the big announcement of we finally got an Xbox Series S that is a uh, black, uh, also one terabyte, um, which, you know, has been a common complaint with the uh, Xbox Series X uh, white models that are only come with 512 gigabytes. And then, you know, with updates and stuff that goes down even more. Uh, so you're like literally forced to buy an extension drive um, if you don't have one. But at least now I think that'll kind of help ease things a little bit. So now you have a native one terabyte SSD um, Xbox Series S, which is pretty dope. $350, only $50 up from uh, from its original price. Not too bad, especially if you don't, if you're, you know, a person that is not ready to fully commit to Xbox or just maybe just wants to play the, uh, you know, game pass games and stuff like that. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Starfield limited edition wireless control and headsets. They announced that I think along with that direct, uh, cyberpunk 2077 phantom Liberty DLC. Um, it was interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, Idris Elba. So, hey, you want to want to play with Idris Elba? I mean, there you go. Uh, <laughs> they keep they keep pushing Fallout 76. Uh, new DLC or, you know, update Road to Atlantic City. What else? Oh, yeah. Overwatch 2. Mm. Apparently the invasion is coming, which I guess is uh, their single player. Well, half I say half assed. Um, PVE content that is not, not has any of the ambition that they had previously. I think we mentioned that like maybe the previous episode or maybe the episode before that, uh, legend of monkey Island, uh, see if these crossovers, like the one infamous point and click game from back in the day is crossing over with a uh, sea of thieves. So that, that makes sense. A very sensible team up. And that's pretty much it that's pretty much it overall pretty solid pretty solid uh showcase um definitely starfield of course being the highlight overall yeah i'd say uh i'd give it a solid b um would have been dope if we didn't know about persona persona 3 remaster i think that definitely would have made it would have made this more more appealing but you know them leakers gonna be leaking that's for sure my goodness they just they just be leaking leaking everywhere moving on uh capcom had their showcase um they had some uh some stuff uh at least in no particular order I think they started off with Mega Man X Dive, which is basically a mobile game. So I was like, all right, okay. Uh, Kunitsu Gami, Path of the Goddess. I think this premiered at the Xbox showcase, but then I think they showed it again here. Not a good look. If we have, if we already have seen the game premiered somewhere else, don't literally show the same trailer, which maybe it was different. I don't know. It seemed pretty much the same. Uh, this is the one I got faked out. Thought it was only Musha, but no, (laughs) 
And that's, that's, I feel like that's the thing with Capcom. They always like, oh, 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 this is almost the game you really want, but ah, not really. Don't do that, Capcom. Don't do that. Uh, Ghost Trick, a demo, and just, (laughs) I think, uh, you know, uh, shoot Takumi the creator. Just saying, hey, you know, if you that data say I didn't know that 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 save data carries over from the demo to the main games, which is pretty cool. But you know, Ghost Trick is I guess seems to be like a somewhat of a um mystery type uh adventure type thing where you kind of discover I think through dead objects. I can't even do it any just I've never played it, so <sighs> then Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy coming to 2024. Uh, so Ace Attorney 4, 5, 6, get an HD remasters. Um, and then, uh, yeah, coming early 2024. So that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Pragmata. I was like, oh man, the game. Man, they announced like what three years? I think it was three, almost three. I think it was three years ago. I think it was like PlayStation 5's initial showcase, literally before the PlayStation 5 like released or something like that. Um, it was like, man, what happened to that game? So now we finally saw a little like what over combined maybe six seconds of of gameplay, which is not much, but. You know, there's that, and then he's like, "Oh, we're delayed indefinitely, and sometime in, uh, sometime next year, maybe, but we don't know." So disappointing. It's pretty bold of them to, you know, just show a little gameplay and be like, "Oh yeah, we're delayed though." So it is what it is. Uh, we saw literally too much of Exo Primal. They literally dedicated what felt like 10 minutes uh, to this game, showing all this extensive stuff that not a lot of people care about because it is the game that is not Dino Crisis. And then how you going to have uh, Gina? Well, somebody who looks like Gina from um, Regina from Dino Crisis, literally red hair, short bob cut. <sighs> that just that pisses me off personally, like okay, have something that's like Dino Crisis, but you literally gonna have a character that looks just like Regina in the game and it not be in a Dino Crisis game. And it's your own pie IP, mind you, previous IP. <sighs> something about that just don't, don't sit right in my soul, but it is what it is. And then pretty much to end it out, uh, we got an extensive developer deep dive of dragon's dogma two, which pretty much felt like it didn't show anything notably like new or revolutionary. What was disappointing was that, uh, it, it seems to be no co-op unfortunately, which is kind of a shame considering that, you know, there's this, there was dragon's dogma online in uh, Japan that, uh, you had to, well, if you're in the US, you could get through some VPN means to play it, but otherwise was a pretty it was a pretty great game, but now it's like, man, I thought that that was my hope was going to be the next one that, you know, we would get co-op of some sort, but I mean, I understand that maybe they don't want to take away from the pawn system, which I mean, admittedly was a pretty cool feature, 
when uh, playing the original one, but uh, the world is apparently four size, uh, four times the size of the original, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just something about the gameplay wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy new from what I know from the Dragon's Dogma game. So, uh, I, I, I just wasn't, you know, crazy about it. We just didn't. Uh, we didn't see enough of the cool stuff in my opinion, but you know, I'll just be thankful we got Dragon's Dogma 2 either way, you know, at least we got it either way. Uh, but yeah, overall, I was pretty disappointed. Not gonna lie. Especially you showing like 10 minutes of Exo Primal. No, that's, that's not really cool. I think, I think they have an idea of what. I guess there, yeah, there's going to be another beta test later and uh, it just is not the game that they are trying to tote it out to be, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Very disappointing. I give it a, I give it a C minus just, oh yeah. There was like resident evil Four, the VR. They showed a little bit more of that and like, all right. But yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't enough. It needed more Resident Evil. They freaking showed Reverse again. It's like, I would, I think Reverse got more screen time than, than the RE4 demo or something like that I heard, which was crazy. So very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Moving on. We then, um, excuse me. We then got the, uh, Ubi Ford, Ubisoft Ford, which, uh, had, had some decent, okay stuff. Um, I don't recall necessarily watching the whole thing, but yeah, I guess we got Avatar's Frontier, Frontiers of Pandora which yeah, I'm not a avatar fan. So that doesn't speak to me at all. We saw a little bit more of a Prince of Persia, the lost crown, which looks pretty dope. I like the, the redesign of the protagonist. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Um, I think they showed a, a, a trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage. Look at the gameplay. It definitely gives off Assassin's Creed two vibes, at least his costume. Or no, maybe I'm getting that mixed up with Assassin's Creed Nexus, which is a VR game. Um, so I guess you can play as the classic assassin. So that would explain it. That's what I was seeing there. Um, Captain Laserhawk Blood Dragon Remix, which I guess is a new is a upcoming uh, Netflix show within the uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon universe which is interesting. I can see why they tried that. They show some details on X defiant, just uh touting broadcasting the, uh, the beta, which I think is, excuse me, this weekend. So I might have to jump into that, uh, skull and bones closed beta coming in August. I think they had like a 
a chanting like a core choir that was uh was uh singing beforehand tom clancy's the division resurgence which is you might guess it a mobile game so there you go uh that was pretty much it and i i guess uh star wars outlaws they showed 10 minute gameplay at the showcase i guess at the xbox showcase they didn't show much of the gameplay necessarily but at least in this one they did which which was pretty cool it definitely put it higher in uh, my radar for sure after seeing it but you know combat shooting your lasers pew pew the the stormtroopers don't know how to aim apparently and just dumb not aware it is what it is you know um that concludes all of the all the directs forwards and directs and showcases and you know i'm coming to to you as a man <laughs> what if what if that was <laughs> what if that was what i'm <laughs> I'm coming to you. <laughs> I'm coming to you as a man. <laughs> I'm coming to you as a man. Oculus, um, Oculus. I'm showing. I'm. I'm. I'm showing. Showing you. Fuck. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming to you as a man. I don't know. Which you, which you can't even like ver like adjunct. You can't even verbalize that specifically. I'm, I'm coming to you as a man, and you know, it's, it's something there. I just have to keep. <laughs> I just have to keep digging. Um, but in other news, uh, E3 2024 and 2025 are supposedly canceled. Um, this was on Wednesday. Uh, the Los Angeles City Tourism Board of Commissions. Wow, I butchered that. The Los Angeles City City Tourism Board of Commissioners held a regular meeting with updates on tourism business of Los Angeles. According to the regular meeting packet dated uh, June 16th um, on page 21. Uh, apparently it shows. Oh, yeah. And within this, this citywide convention sales chart or sheet it uh an asterisk uh says in, it, it includes e3 cancellations for 2024 and 2025 so it's not one foot in there one foot in there yeah 2026 2026 is gonna be the time they change guys 2026 is when e3 will be back just you wait just, just, just you wait, just, just you wait. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's, it's done, but you know, you still, at least this year, you still get some of the vibes. I mean, not the, the, the pandemonium and like extravagant, I don't know, showcasing of of uh, E3 that I think was pretty cool. It, you know, you felt more hyped up when, well, as somebody who's never been to E3, but it was cool. It was dope. 
at least as somebody who's 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 watched it as he grew up over the years and stuff like that. But yeah, seems like it's 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 on its way out. But not gonna lie, I I dig this new format. I just maybe more so the accessibility to people that, um, accessibility to people who normally would not, which I mean, technically the E3 had their, their hustle where, you know, people, non media people could join and stuff like that, but then they got muddy and they eventually closed that up. So, ah, RIP, RIP E3. I mean, still be the expectation of stuff around the summer, but it was cool to have everything like, I don't know, more consistent than at least it was this year where, you know, you got this, this person doing this on Monday, this person doing this on Tuesday, other person doing this on Wednesday was, uh, it was kind of cool. And also the, the cool co-mingling of a lot of the media, media folks who generally don't get a chance to talk to each other, getting a chance to talk to each other from what I'm hearing and stuff like that. So it's dope. Other than that, that concludes all the news for this episode. Let's get on what I've been playing. Uh, I have been playing, uh, well, I actually beat, uh, earth defense force world brothers. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, you know, or EDF EDF is basically the, the, the Musu. Yeah. EDF is the Musu of alien games, like alien shoot alien shooter games. So basically a standard third person shooter, uh, where you fend off aliens and, and, you know, infiltrating the earth in one way or another, big ass ants, big ass spiders, um, various other creatures, robots, flying spaceships and stuff. But it's, it's, it's fun. It just has a very, very, um, self-aware B movie vibe to it. That just resonates with me so much. I don't know why. Um, but man, it was great. So now with, um, EDF world brothers, which I think came out maybe in 2017, maybe a bit later. Um, it's, uh, more of a chibi kind of Lego cross hybrid type style of the characters. Everything is very like 3d dot heroes visually in a way. Um, but the cool, like, mechanic with this one is that you, um, have four, uh, brothers. So I think that's the term generally they use four brothers or sisters, um, that you can switch on the fly with the D pad. Um, but, um, what was I going with that? That yeah, four characters you can switch swap on the D pad, but then you also get to collect, uh, what every mission you do. There's like, um, uh, generally three people that need help where you can just go to them and, and help them up and then they'll join your team. And then you can eventually later, like, you know, make your own team assortments for presumably like your different strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I was surprised by the melee focus of like a fair amount of characters are very melee focused. Like they literally only use their hands, legs and, you know, do midair kicks and, and you, they, there was a damn boxer in this game. <laughs> Looked like he, he just came right out of Creed or whatever. He's like, I, I know my dad was going to train me for this. Like whenever they score the highest, there's, there's like a sub competition after every mission, like who killed the most people or something like that. And <laughs> his win, win chance, like, I, I know my dad was going to train me hard enough for this and something like that. And, and you know, it was fun. And then just him, him, him as a character is pretty fun. Just, just fighting, uh, literally just doing dash straights with his, with his boxing gloves across the, across the map. Um, but he's very fun to play. Um, I definitely pretty much played him almost towards the end, but, uh, that's the cool thing too. You can always experiment and swap new people in and out. Then you find like variants of like your certain characters you found, and they tend to either be powerful in some ways, maybe not, but it seems like most of the case they're more powerful. So, um, but yeah, overall it still has that, that EDF charm to it that I, I, I'm really thankful for. And I, that kept me, kept me in it. And, you know, of course the action and stuff is pretty solid as well, which also thoroughly solidified, you know, my enjoyment of it too. So yeah, man, EDF world brothers. I think it's on a PlayStation plus premium. So if you have that, you can uh, pick that bad boy up. It's, it's pretty great. I, um, I, I myself as an EDF fan was pretty surprised by how much I liked it. Cause I was definitely a little off put by the, uh, graphical design, artistic choice, if you will. But after playing it and getting more acclimated to it, it's like literally just like an EDF game, just with you know, those little additions, which I think does make the game pretty interesting. I'm, um, you know, overall, and I'm curious if curious if like, um, the next EDF, which I think technically has been out for a while in Japan, I don't know. I'm, I'm might be tempted to port it. If I don't hear anything soon about a U.S. release that, uh, yeah, I'm curious if they maybe implemented what they learned from this game into EDF six. Cause I think that would be pretty dope being able to switch your characters in like, you know, a fully legit, uh, EDF game on the fly. That'd be pretty awesome. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Sign me up. But, um, yeah, overall love, love me some EDF y'all. If you listen to this podcast, you, I'm, I'm probably haven't talked about it too, too much, but I'm a gush. I'm a, I'm a gush about, I'm a gush about, uh, EDF. If I, if I, if I can, you hear me? I gush. I'm, I'm a gush. Uh, street fighter six pretty much <laughs> have not played any multiplayer matches yet. I just feel like I'm not at a competent point so far. Also, I, I feel very indecisive with my main in, in terms of who I think my main will be. Cause at least from stuff I've heard, um, as well as like, you know, playing the character for a bit, I don't know. I feel like, at least initially I thought it was going to be Marisa cause I like just her whole style, her whole character and how she plays. But I don't know now. Um, 
Then uh, I was messing with DJ because I hear he's actually pretty crazy and way more like flexible and overall versatile uh, character. So I was looking at his move, doing the the cool um, how to play, which I think is, man, I think, shoot, every fighting game should have that by default. But basically tells you like some good techniques and things to do from certain combos and stuff like that. And also lets you try it out if you want. My one gripe with that mode is I wish they would let you be more free technically in terms of doing whatever you want within reason. Um, you know, like let's say you kick a shirt or something and you know, the other person tries to kick a shirt and it doesn't do anything. Then, you know, it's, it's that whole weird thing, I guess, but yeah, Street Fighter six or, or what I like to call it lately struggle fighter six, but I've, I've not, I've, I've not gotten a good chance to put some, some time into it, but I think at one point I'll probably get to that point. Um, but yeah, I dig. Then I played, well, my friends got me into this. I wasn't originally going to play it, but uh, at least anytime soon, but uh, Diablo four. So like, Hey man, you want to play, play with us? Like we just started and I'm like, all right, you guys just started. Oh, like, let me, all right, I'll bite the bullet. Some told me it's like, it wasn't going to be how I thought it was, but sure enough, like we eventually just spread our, went our separate ways in a way, um, in terms of, you know, playing the game separately while well, I was like, well, I thought we were playing it together in terms of, but you know, and then I was thinking like, oh, I thought you can't play Diablo four or Diablo alone, but I was like, you know what? Let me just, I'll, I'll eventually start playing it by myself. Cause it's like, ah, oh, you have to coordinate doing quests together. And then if they don't, if they didn't do your quest, then you have to help them do the quest. And then like, what happens if, ah, yeah, like, I don't know if, I don't know. I'm not sure where I was going with that, but you know, but oh, from what I played, it was pretty good. Uh, the progression feels pretty good. Uh, the, 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 the combat feels good. The trees, I, man, I could be, if you, if you think of a game that you could be in there for hours, man, just the critical thinking you have to do, um, boy. Yeah. I'm not sure what I, I feel like <laughs> I'm going in and out at this point <laughs> and I'm not thinking about what I'm saying, which sounds very dangerous, but Hey, I'm gonna let it fly. I don't care. I don't care. Moving on. Um, Final Fantasy 16 demo, uh, came out, I think sometime last week. Um, I was like, oh yeah, let me try that out. Uh, I was hearing some very good things about it and man, boy, I don't want to spoil anything, but some plots develop. Let me say that at least. Um, the combat was all right. I just feel like maybe I need to play with it more. Cause I mean, I know this, this was developed by the former director of the metal cry games or at least five. So I don't know. I feel like there's more combo depth 
that I'm just not finding or figuring out or clicking, which, you know, I think they're, we're going to save that for, um, when, when, when it comes out, but overall I had a pretty good experience. I, I did like what I saw. There's, there's some interesting stuff in there that I won't mention, but you know, it, best way to describe it. Uh, what, what was the best way to do? Oh yeah. Game of Thrones. So yeah. And it might surprise you in a lot more ways than one, how that is. Uh, that's, that's where I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I dig it. I definitely love the fact that you can transfer your progress to the main game, which I definitely plan to, excuse me, do. Um, they had a cool extra demo mode type thing where you go even further in the game and like do some like combat with like, uh, your more expanded move set in terms of magic and et cetera, which is pretty dope. So, um, yeah, then also played Fortnite. Um, never thought I'd say it out that I'm playing Fortnite. Well, always <laughs> at this point, I feel like I'm always saying that I always saying that I never thought I'd beat Fortnite or play Fortnite. Um, but here we are Fortnite chapter four, season three. Um, the big new toted characters, Optimus primes, <laughs> Optimus primes, Optimus prime. Um, what to say? Uh, yeah, I, I dig the new setting uh, where it's like this literally wild forest area where you can like, um, ride on whips, like kind of similar to the chain the tracks in the mega city. Um, you can find Optimus is a big ass charger in the game. Apparently there's this, this, uh, that I discovered recently playing the game this week, that there's this cool doohickey where it turns you invisible. Um, I assume for some period of time, or I don't know how that works, but that, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that, that could be pretty deadly. Just being able to turn invisible and pop up. I, somebody used it on me and I, I had a very difficult trying time trying to find them. And, but luckily I did kill him, but I don't know. I was like, was that the, was that the baby dinosaur looking for me? I don't know. You just saw me, you know, in duress and just like, hey, let me help you, man. So <sighs> Fortnite chapter four. All right. It's all right. Nothing to, you know, brag home about, but I, I was entertained. Um, with that being said, that concludes what I've been playing this week. Let's talk about what I've been watching. Um, the flash. Um, I did watch the flash. I know, I know. Oh man. Um, uh, don't support Ezra Miller, uh, you know, fucking blah, blah, blah. But I mean, Hey, um, it is still a movie and you know, I think all of what he's going through is going to come to the surface or come his way either way. So, uh, outside of that, um, 
hey, I really wanted to see Batman as well. Obviously, they, you know, <laughs> to make up for, you know, all the controversy, they like literally touted him in the front instead of, you know, the uh, Flash. So that was cool. Some of the CGI was pretty weak. Definitely. Uh, it was pretty damn weak for sure. Um, wasn't a huge fan of that. But overall, I didn't, I enjoyed it. I like what it does because obviously this is the movie touted to kind of reset the uh, the Snyder universe, not Snyder universe, reset the DCEU. Um, which yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. I just thinking about it, I I had a good experience with it. Um, yeah, I don't know, not sure what to say. But, um, yeah, it was all right. Definitely better than Wonder Woman too. Um, yeah, I liked all the cameos. Uh, that was pretty dope. Um, but yeah, I dug it. Um, also watched Secret Invasion which uh, came out this past Wednesday, I believe. Um, pretty dope, you know, so finally seeing Samuel Jackson back in the MCU, technically, um, you know, more than a line or a few. It's pretty dope. Um, man. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting uh, in terms of the question it brought up, like, oh, who's a scroll now? Like, you know, that whole, that whole, like, trying to find, um, scroll and stuff like that was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty, um, pretty nifty. And then, you know, make you think like, man, anybody could be a scroll. Like what if Hawkeye, I think a lot of people are suspecting Hawkeye or, um, what's, what's her name? Damn it. Damn it. But yeah, no, they, ooh, they started with a bang. That's for sure. They definitely did. Um, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Pretty great. I'm curious of what's next. Curious of what's next, you know? But with that said, I think that will conclude episode 176 of Switches Sights. Um, if you did like the show, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasts and platforms. And, of course, YouTube as well. Also, you can catch archives of this on YouTube at youtube.com slash h You can also uh, watch this live um, on Twitch TV slash h on Friday evenings as well. Uh, but until next time, y'all, um, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.